Welcome back to the Rhonda Swan Show. I am so excited about today's guest. As you know, I have been taking a very big stand for women, for us balancing our feminine, our masculine energy, for us truly tapping in to our intuition so that we can serve the world at a greater level, so that we can be better examples to our daughters, so that we can help lead and guide and move this planet into that beautiful energy that it deserves to be at, that connected space. Well, today's my guest, and she is one of my favorite authors. In fact, I shared quite a bit about my journey and my own rise as a female leader recently. And this woman played a very big role in my rise. And I think you probably know who she is, but her name is Rebecca Campbell. She is a world-renowned writer, mystic, poet, a mother, a channel, and a creative. She's not only the best-selling author of multiple books, but of course, our favorite book, Rise, Sister, Rise. Her books and oracle cards and oracle decks are published in over 18 languages and are distributed across the globe. Rebecca believes that we are nature. This is reflected in all of her creatives and they are made in devotion to the beauty of nature and weaving the soul back into everyday life. Rebecca, welcome to the show. Uh, so happy to be here, Rhonda. Oh my gosh, I um, you're such a, a, a powerhouse and a force of nature. It's like anytime I, I see your videos, it's like, boo. Yeah, so happy to be here. Oh my goodness, you have no idea how grateful I am for you and you know, to have you on my show, it's like, wow, you know what I love the most is like these type of connections. You know, here I'm in Bali, you're in the UK, and you may have never even known, you probably don't know the amount of lives that you have touched. You know, your book not only touched my life, but now my daughter, Hanalei, who's going to be 15 next month, touched her life, all of my audience. So I just want to say thank you, sister, for, for being you and doing what you do every single day. Oh, bless you. Thank you so much. And yeah, I'm so, so, so moved. Um, just imagining you and your daughter doing this work together, you know, it's, um, it's really huge because it's not easy and straightforward. It's much easier not to. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's such a, such a beautiful thing that you're doing together, working on your mother line, as well as just the feminine and healing ourselves and the planet and all of that. I know it, you know, we all do it our own way. And and you know, it's uh, what I love so much too, especially in the book, if I can kind of tap into the book a bit, because you do talk about healing so much, right? And you say in the book, when one woman heals, she sends out a ripple and we start to pave the way for others to heal and for our planet to heal. And those words really touched me because I, you know, when I first went into my healing journey and I was, I wanted to heal my past lineage, right? My family's lineage of past trauma so that my daughter could be sovereign. And I think as I started to share this, people were like, what are you talking about? Right? They really <laughs> didn't quite get it because a lot of my audience, like they've seen me as this, you know, powerhouse woman. So can we talk about that? Like when you say healing, what do you, what do you mean when you say healing and how can others really start to relate to that more? 
Mm. Well, healing is really just a return to wholeness, um, Mm. a return to ourselves, which is not to say that we're meant to be just like 100% fixed and everything's perfect and everything. That's not the case. Like we're, we're part of nature, part Mm. of, I think that a a big um, ache that we all feel is our disconnection from nature and our disconnection from seeing the sacred in, in the physical rather than just this like God in the sky, you know? Um, And so, yeah, healing really is a return to who we really are. And um, yeah, it's, if if you look at um, nature, it's constantly changing. We go from spring to summer, to autumn, to winter. And, you know, I'm sure those leaves don't want to fall every time fall comes around, but they do. And then they manage to trust the, 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 the rest of, of winter so that the buds can, can burst on through with that new life so that the, the flower can bloom. And then if that flower then releases its petals, it may come into a second bloom. And I think nature's constantly teaching us um, what I would call the, the, the teachings of the feminine um, because they are here on the earth. So... Yeah, I mean, I, if you think about it, I mean, it's, I love that. I mean, it's always, that is what has happened to society, right? We have, we've almost been programmed to get away from nature, right? And, and to, mm-hmm. to not really follow that natural flow. And, and, you know, I think that when it comes to like this, this essence of healing, how do, you, how do you see or feel that when someone is saying, I'm going to heal, like, what is that? What can they look for? Because I know within my audience, everyone is really starting to lean into that spiritual side Mm. and seeing that program that we've been pushed into. So what would you say someone really should start looking for when they're, you know, like we're we're looking to heal our, you know, these these traumas that have happened to us or the the disconnect, I guess, when it comes to Mm. nature? realize when it comes to healing and trauma is that often we can't heal trauma and things that we're in while we're fully in them. Um, Sometimes we need to be able to step away. And this was particularly with the ancestral piece. It's not until we're safe enough that that trauma can come Mm. up. So, um, you know, sometimes it can feel like we're just losing it. Like I, I just did quarantine when I went to Australia, hotel quarantine with a toddler. And my son was like, he like was so angry at me. He wasn't angry mm. at his dad. He was pushing me away. And I was, it like triggered stuff within me, which was from my childhood. Right? <laughs> there. But then when I started to understand like the mechanics behind it, I discovered that actually he felt safe enough to express himself, um, which like hurt me, Mm. but it was a safe enough container. And so I think that's something particularly like, say you've been talking about like mother daughter relationships. Um, I think the invitation often is to like, when the the ouch comes up or when, you know, it's, it's like um, with the flower being the bud, it's bursting to come through to the next stage, which is really a transformation. And that is what, what healing is. That's what Mm. um, transformation is. It's a change of state. Often feel discomfort, we'll feel pressure, we'll feel like, oh, I just don't, I don't know, I don't know. But we can't, if we, you know, I often say that um, when it comes to answering that inner voice of like, okay, I'm being called to do this, whether it's change this job, change this relationship, 
have this conversation, um, it can feel like the hardest thing in the world. But when we actually tune in, often the only thing harder than actually doing that, leaving the job, having the relationship, whatever it is, is not doing it. Mm. And it comes to that point where you're like, I'm standing on the edge here. Am I going to leap off and trust that I'm becoming um, a different version of myself through this? And that is the return of wholeness. But it's also because we're always changing and we're always meant to. Yeah, you know, I love that because it it's like we're almost we're, we are giving ourselves permission to to have that that transformation and to allow these things to come out. And I do I think women especially we get, you know, especially those of us that are in businesses, we feel like we got to always hold it together. Right? Oh my and God. it's like, oh, you know, when I actually let that down, I I didn't even get to tell you the story. When I read your book, so I went um I was, I was going through a massive transformation in my life of who I wanted to be for women and who I wanted to be for my daughter more so. And I realized that I was still carrying a lot of that, that, like, that tough masculine, that, that mm. way that I was acting back in corporate, which was over 15 years ago that I had quit yeah. corporate. And I kind of brought that toughness, that competitiveness into a lot of my businesses. And I realized that wasn't serving me. And it certainly wasn't teaching my daughter. And so I went away with your book um, into the middle of the jungle next to a waterfall. I had a three uh, walled hut, that was it, with a little bed with a mosquito net. And okay. I went completely naked the whole week. I made a flower a mandala and I sat by the fire every night. And I was just wow. ready for this awakening, this opening, because I knew it was there. I just didn't know how to actually receive it. And mm that moment and just hearing you talk about this healing just that it is it's transformation it's constant growth is that i was just ready to receive and which then how has guided me through living my this this soul-led life and i know Mm. that you talk so much about that and Mm. will you let let, will you elaborate more on what you mean by this soul-led life because when you say that i'm just like oh yeah oh Yes, I definitely will. But I just want to like say that story is incredible and I'm so there with you. And, you know, we were talking about healing and like I've done various trainings in being a healer and everything I've been taught is that it's not the healer who's doing the healing. It's the person who is ready to be healed. Right. Is return to wholeness. And, and so you being in that heart, it was like, you were just like, you know, all the times that we've resisted the, the coming out of the bud, you're just like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to leap. Ah! <laughs> and it's not meant to feel like, oh, this is easy. You know, right. it's oh, like, oh, no, there was a lot of shadows to it. <laughs> because we've not done it before. It's meant to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I often find that 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 fear sometimes like not. I'm unsafe fear, but fear as in resistance, like, I don't know about this, is the very gateway to, you know, coming through to the other side. And, you know, that's a good segue for living a soul-led life. um, Because I think often um, when we do feel uncomfortable, um, my teachers taught me, 
you know you're uncomfortable if you're uncomfortable your soul's definitely growing and you're definitely expanding mm. remember the first time i stepped out on stage um i had just got my publishing deal and for, i avoided it for many many years because i was so afraid to to speak and you mm. know I, and I i knew my vision i knew my path i could see it um, and I got this first speaking gig, which was like my big debut. I'd been doing small circles and workshops for many, many mm. years, but this was like in a proper theater, yeah. like hundreds, like about a thousand people. Ooh, so biggest yeah. thing. And I was so, I was like so scared. Mm. Um, and I started working with this amazing coach, Gail, Gail Larson. I chose her because she wasn't teaching you like how to stand on stage and how to do a PowerPoint like a, like a man. <laughs> she was like embracing <laughs> your soul voice, embracing your essence. And so what I, what I did when I stepped out on stage, I took this huge breath and I said that my teachers always taught me that your soul's not growing unless you're uncomfortable. And the good news here today is my soul is definitely growing. And then everyone laughed and then it was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can right. be myself. And that's mm. being in the feminine too. That's being in alignment with the soul. Yeah. So for me, the soul is the part of us that exists beyond just the physical now. So it's that inner voice. It's that part of us that, that I believe kind of chose to come here. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was there before we drew our first breath and it's going to continue on when we exhale our last, this part of us is intelligent, which doesn't mean it's more important than the body and the mind. We need the three equally. Mm -hmm. Um, but the way that I've decided to live my life that I find works, which doesn't mean it's easy because it involves a lot of transformation is to invite that wise part of us, that ancient part of us, that part of us that chose to come to this life, um, to step forward and lead. And then you put your mind and your body to work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're, if you're, and I've got three steps to do that really, which are very, very basic, but I tell you they work. So the Let's first one is to connect. Um, and so that's just like a form of daily practice. You know, it could be meditating. Like if you're a busy mom, I get it. Like you're not going to be able to do it for an hour, do it for five minutes, sing to your new born um, while they're going to sleep. Let that be like devotional chanting. Like there's mm. so many different ways to do it. Walk in nature. Um, so you're connecting in. So with the intention. So I imagine like um, a flower in the center of my heart, encourage it to open a light in the middle and the light representing the soul. So that's just literally, you could do that in 30 seconds. Mm. The next step is to listen. So I use a, a thing called soul inquiry, which is really a question that you're asking that part of you. So it might be, what's my soul yearning for? Or what's my soul calling me to do today? Um, what does my soul want me to know? You can write whichever one you want. Um, and then the third step is just as important as, as the other two. Um, and that is action. So I call it taking a baby step. So for example, for many years, my soul was calling me to write books, be an author. I knew it. I saw, I, I saw it when I was a teenager, but it wasn't until my late twenties, early thirties that I was finally like the resistance got too much for me to not do it. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I had no idea how the hell to write a book and what to write a book about, like what? And um, so when I kept on 
tuning in and being like, what's the baby step? The baby step wasn't to write a proposal. The baby step was not to write for five hours. The baby step was to go for a walk and write a paragraph. And I did that every single day. Um, and you know, I used to walk to Regent's Park Rose Garden in London because I had discovered that that flowers and beauty, mm. and I can tell you're a beauty lover with all your nature around you. It lit me up. It made me feel connected to my mm. soul. And so I, I, I started by buying myself flowers every week. That was a little baby step. And then that's when I found Regent's Park Rose Garden, which in London, they're all about the parks here. I had no idea. Mm. And so I went to this park, which has thousands and thousands of roses. And I started walking around there and I started hearing what I now call like the whispers of my soul, which I had been connected to as a child. And I think we all are. Mm. Um, and I started writing them down. Um, and little by little, I started posting them on, on Instagram. It turned into a blog day after day after day. I'm working full time here, like, and like a, a big job, like I was a creative director doing mammoth presentations. Like I, I, I wasn't spending all day in a park writing. <laughs> it was literally like, and I find as a creative, as a, as, as a creator, um, mm. having a deadline and a small window or a, the, the, the smaller the brief, the more creative we can be yeah, sure. and the easier it is to actually produce because the resistance only gets 10 minutes <laughs> rather than right? if you have 10 hours, you're going to spend that last 10 minutes probably doing it. And so I started writing every day and I imagined it like, um, as I was writing, as I was walking, I was every single step I took was in the direction of who I was becoming. Mm. So every single step I took was me being led by my soul. So it wasn't this wafty thing of like, oh, what's my soul calling me to do or whatever. It was just like, no, you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta act, you gotta act. Um, cause I think this tends to happen with like spirituality or mm -hmm. intuition or insight or creative ideas. They're here in the ether and it's actually really easy to have ideas and, and inspiration. Everyone does what everyone doesn't do is integrate it into the physical yeah. through that daily action, through not getting overwhelmed by the hugeness of the vision. Um, yeah. So, well, I, I, I love that thing. because I can relate to it so much. Um, yeah. in fact, I, I wrote this book, um, women gone wild mm -hmm. and I, you know, I run my company, we, we have our agency and I wasn't ready. I didn't have time to write this book. Right. I didn't have time to do this massive summit that we did. And it was the same exact thing. It was like that whisper. Um, and I was, I actually was in the hospital. I almost died. I had to go into emergency surgery and I was greeted and visited by these spirits of other women. And wow. you know, my family's American Indian. So we were quite, you know, very spiritual since I've been growing up. Right. However, when I grew up, I was kind of like, Oh, if I see another, um, dream catcher, I'm going to barf, you know, as I grew up like too right. much of that stuff. Right. So I kind of fought yeah. it and I went this corporate way, but it was always there. However, when I was in the hospital, all of a sudden, Rebecca, it was like, it was lucid to the point where I was sitting there, my eyes are open. It was like, shoo, 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 shoo. these women were just coming. And these are like witches and women that had been burned at the stake and that have taken a stand for our rights and for our feminine rights. And they said, we need your voice. And I remember mm -hmm. going, what do you mean? I use my voice every day. Like I do that. No, 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 no. 
it's different. We need yeah. your voice. You have to represent what women today deserve to be. We need, you have to help them get their stories out. And it was like, okay, so now we have to write this book. We have to do this summit. All these things happen. I'm like, I don't have the time. However, my mm. soul, right, was like, this is it, sister. Like, this is it. You've got to show up for women that are in that transitional phase that are knowing there's bigger and better things for them, but they're still stuck in that, you know, little mm. patriarchal box. I always say like a small bird in a very big cage. I thought I was mm. free, but I was ignoring, you know, the cage around me. And, mm. but that's like when we really listen to the whispers of our soul and have that soul driven life. And it just, I, I resonate with that so, so, mm. so very much. And, um, wow. Yeah. And who, who in your, in, from your experience, like I got chills when you were telling me that story, who did you see as the women? Like were they ancestors? Were, there, were they women from all over the world who had, who had used their voice, who had stepped into their power? Yeah, it was a, a variety of different, I mean, it was like women from all over the world, right? Black, white, old. You know, my family is um, Cherokee Indian. So we're, we have the Cherokee tribe and there was, there was a woman that sat with me by the fire and prayed and sang with her rattle. Mm -hmm. And she sang and, and she um, put her feather on my forehead and on my chest and said, you're, you're safe, you're, you're healed. Mm -hmm. And, and I just remember sitting there and these women were all around. They were like dancing, their souls and their spirit were dancing around. And I know every day that they're, they're with me every single day. And it was, it was like I was trying to open my eyes more to go, where are they? What, what is this, right? And I think those are those moments, right, that we are chosen in that moment to just really connect and to allow the message to come through. You know, mm, I can hear you. Yeah. And I can feel how you're still connected with them. Mm. Yeah. Really powerful. You know, it makes me um, feel like how I know that when we feel called to share a message or be part of some kind of change. And I'm so many of us, I'm sure everyone listening is, has heard that call yeah. and with the world, the way it is, it's just like, Oh God, like, how can I possibly do that? And I, I know for me, ever since I was really young, I just had this knowing that I came here for something and I needed to find it. And it was just so stressful to try and work out what, it, what mm. it was. And, um, yeah. And I felt like this weight on me as in like, there's this big thing I need to do. Yeah. But the more I get into this work and the, the, the more kind of visions I had, I, I had one being in the center of the earth, being surrounded by all the ancient grandmothers, just, drumming all around me and I carry that with me now every single time I teach it's these mm. it's deep soul cellular yeah you can't even put words to it right um and one thing that 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 experience taught me and hearing your experience as well or what I'm really getting in the moment is just how we are all notes within a song so, and, and, you know, you singing your note, it kind of like helps me drop into, into mine. And, yeah. you know, it's like with, I, I grew up in Australia and so we grew up with waves coming in and, um, I was a lifeguard and surfer and all of that. And, 
the thing about the waves is they keep coming and they come in sets. And if you miss one, it's cool, like it's not your wave and there's always another one coming. And so I think that um, particularly for those of us as, as women who are driven, men too, and, and those who don't identify as either, um, but if we're talking like the feminine here, um, what it can feel like is this pressure to kind of like be always on and be always on that wave. Mm, um, yep. But the thing that the feminine mysteries and wisdom and the earth teach us, and the earth is really the feminine coming through the feminine pulse that we have been disconnected from through all of our um, indigenous wisdom, whether or not it's, it's literally been um, burned and, 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 and disappeared or you know, persecute. Yeah. So, yeah. and I think that all around the world that has happened at some stage in our lineages. And so, um, yeah, we can feel this pressure to be, have to like, do it, do it, do it, do it now. But if we do that, we're just focused. If we go back to those seasons and like the earth is, is intelligent and the earth is not just the earth, the earth is, earth is part of the cosmos. Like it's literally the whole pulse of life. So mm. if we're just expecting ourselves to, be to do everything and you know just control everything we're relying on we're, we're basically saying that that <laughs> i'm more intelligent yeah. than the entire right. pulse of life right and so if we go these waves okay okay no this is my wave oh that's your wave so to me that's like you're in your spring you're in your summer I'm back here just chilling out because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my autumn and my winter right. and I'm just like getting my energy back because when it comes, it's going to come. But if I've depleted myself, that second bloom or that second mm. wave can't come in the same way. Oh, I love that. You know, and I know so many women that, um, mm. you know, they just, they keep pushing, right? Because we're mothers, we're business owners. It's like that push, like, ah. Oh got to give yourself that time to hibernate. And it's so challenging to do. It's it's the thing that I struggle with the most right? for sure. Same. Like running a like a spiritual or a self-development business, like the two things together, right. or like we're we're trying to weave yeah, it's like patriarchal plus the other like how does this work? We're figuring it out. Yeah. I don't I people that teach this are still it figuring it out. Well, so let me let me ask you then. So this, I mean, this is such beautiful wisdom, and I know, like, obviously, my audience is going to eat all this up. You have your inner temple mystery school, right? Will you talk about, yeah. about that because that's really exciting? Yeah, you know, this is a, a great example. So I had a I had a my biggest revenue in my work your light course, which was like a spiritual business course that. I needed to update and it just wasn't feeling mm, aligned yeah. anymore. And, and I could have, I knew what I needed to do. It was super, super successful. Um, but I just knew it wasn't where my energy needed to go. Mm -hmm. And I'd had this vision five years before of the inner temple mystery school, but it wasn't quite clear what the structure was and the outline. And so the week after I released that work your light business course and just kind of put it on the shelf, I'll probably bring it back in the future. Um, I got the full download for this inner temple mystery school and, and what it really is, it's returning us back to the intelligence of nature. Mm. So the mysteries are basically mystery is like unknown, right? Which is basically anything unseen. So the soul is unknown. Um, what causes flowers to bloom is unknown. Like all of that is unknown, but it's fascinating. Yeah. I've always been fascinated by it. birth and death 
are a mystery, right? So with the mystery school, what we're going to be doing is going through the different mysteries, like the rose, water, um, trees, stones. And so it's connecting with these, the sacred that is here in order to reach back to the wisdom through our own ancestors, through the earth around us and through ourselves because we have that wisdom within ourselves and so it's really turning it's called inner temple because it's turning this kind of thing of like please guide me some force outside of myself to within so yeah i'm spending all year really crafting that researching that and it's going to be coming out in august so this year excited you have to let i have to know when this comes out i don't know if you know but (laughs) My company is like over 80% run by women. There's about 52 of us in our ethos and, and there's like we're 80% women run. So um, we all, you know, sit in this, this, this type of lessons just help us to become better women that work together. Mm. So we have mm. to know, I will invite my whole team and tell oh, all of our wild women to, to come and join you for that. I, I really love it. And um, because these are the, those are, those are the mysteries that you re- we really deserve to tap into that we don't give it enough time, right? We right. just don't give it enough time because we're doing our thing. And, and now, um, yeah, I'm really excited for that. So thank mm-hmm. you. Make sure we know. But you know what I love the most too is um, I just got this gift from you the other day. Like You mm-hmm. and I had this chat. I was in the US. You were in the UK. We're like, oh, I'd love to have you on my show. And you asked for my address and I had far- I'd forgotten. And then just last <laughs> week... These showed up and these oracle cards are just divine. And I was saying earlier, I'd already had the, the, you know, the, the bootleg ones from Bali, but these are just so beautiful. Now, your, um, the artwork was done by Katie Louise and mm-hmm. these are really such a, a beautiful, just, you know, just it really represents you because everything is so deeply connected to nature and really what you teach. Um, Will you share more about these? Because I know my audience loves these because I always pull a card and they're like, where are your cards you're using today? Uh, Well, just first of all, oracle cards, the word oracle comes from the Latin word orari, which is to pray or speak to the divine. Mm. And the way I use oracle cards, like sure, you can do divination as in prediction for other people, but I use them as part of my daily practice as Mm -hmm. a mirror to reflect the inner voice. So it's another way of going in step one connect to the wisdom of your soul um and then that particular deck is the rose oracle and um the rose is a secret symbol of goddesses of old so from anana ishtar venus aphrodite many 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 more um it it began as a five-petaled rose and of course like the symbol of um in many many ways like uh, that represents like pentagram and which is five mm-hmm. um it's connected to the apple there is a, a Peruvian myth that talks about actually the Garden of Eden was a rose garden. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, it's really, it's a symbol for that feminine that has been silenced, that has been restrained through the ages. The deck's super, super healing. Um, It really helps you tap into the intelligence of nature um, and to really um, connect in with the the feminine wisdom within in particular. Mm. Yeah. I love it. Well, I just pulled the wild rose. Ah, that's no surprise there. (laughs) Literally, like, just put it next to your book and then we're done. (laughs) It's like, oh, 
Thank it you literally is you. It's you in that hut. I'll never forget that visual. Like, wow. Like, I'm really... <laughs> wow, that was, that was amazing. Oh, I love it. Mm. Thank you. Rebecca, you're so amazing. I love you. Uh, so dearly, thanks for having this girl chat with me. Um, I want to uh, certainly, uh, you know, ask where can everyone find the Oracle cards? I want to, we'll let everyone know about what's happening with the, um, with, you know, the mystery, mystery school, the Temple of Mystery. Is that, what was it called again? I'm going to make Inner sure. Inner Temple Mystery School. Temple Mystery, yeah, Inner Temple Mystery School. Um, where can they find the deck? Where should they follow you the most? And how do they be part of sure. your Rise Sister Rise membership? Amazing. So head over to RebeccaCampbell.me and you'll see all my books and oracles and um, it's RebeccaCampbell.me forward slash membership. Um, I'm on Instagram, RebeccaCampbell underscore author. So yeah. And if you want to come to the mystery school, like join the wait list, it's RebeccaCampbell.me forward slash mystery school. So thank you so much, Rhonda. You're amazing. And I'm so glad that we've had this chat. I am too. Thank you for continuing to do the work that you do. And we will get to see each other soon. We're going to, we are going to meet up. And, um, I've, yeah, I just, I, I set that intention when I was out in the, in the jungle and I said, I'm going to meet Rebecca Campbell. And sure enough, let's do it. here we Come are talking <laughs> and now we have to meet. Yeah, it is. Thank you again, my dear. I love you so dearly and uh, blessings for the rest of your day. Oh, well, there you have it. What an amazing connected conversation. Seriously, isn't it beautiful when you speak to the universe and ask for what you want, the magic happens. I asked to meet Rebecca Campbell. Her book helped me bring this beautiful rose to the blossom into the bloom. And this is now this ripple effect that she talks so much about. When women heal, when we open ourselves up to transformation, to being okay with the fear that comes up, knowing that when your soul is uncomfortable, that means you're growing, that means you're transforming. So always stay connected and open to that growth, to that changing of the seasons. So I hope today you enjoyed this episode with Rebecca Campbell. Make sure that you find her on not only Instagram, but on her RebeccaCampbell.me website so you can not only get access to these beautiful Oracle cards, be part of her inner mystery school, and to stay connected to this message. I'm so happy that you're here. I cannot wait to have you watch these next episodes because we are now continuing to bring out more magic. We are bringing more, not only entrepreneurs, but change makers in this world that are taking this fear and they're not allowing it to enlighten their soul, to lead a soul driven life. And don't forget, if you want to be on this show, if you want to be with me here with not only maybe one of our celebrities on our celebrity panel or be interviewed so you can share your story, you can always go in the link in my bio if you're here on Instagram or if you're listening on any of our syndicated Spotify and podcast channels. Don't forget, you can go to rondaswan.com and find all the magic and apply to be on one of our shows. Well, I look forward to seeing you next time. Don't forget to be unstoppable and stay wild.